Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv with me today is Dr. Andrea Brandt, and we're talking about aging mindfully. TwoQuestions.tv, brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Dr. Andrea Brandt, a renowned psychotherapist, speaker, and she's the author of this book, Mindful Aging. Hi, Dr. Andrea. Welcome to the show. Pleased to be here, Susan. I really enjoyed your book, and I want to tell you briefly why. I just turned 45 last summer, and I wasn't really, I didn't think, in the target demographic for the book. Um, but we scheduled this interview in early November, and just a couple of weeks later, I got the call from my doctor telling me I was in menopause. Oh, I had never even had the conversation that, like, that you know, hey, you're in perimenopause. None of that. None of that conversation happened. So um, it was quite a shock. <laughs> but, um, it is. I remember. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, but, you know, age never really meant anything to me because, you know, in my 30s and early 40s, I would actually forget how old I was. I would have to ask my husband, how old am I again? I actually forgot. And I never thought about it at all, but hitting early menopause really made me feel like I was aging. And right. so this past week when I was reading your book and I was doing the exercise at the beginning and I was thinking about when I first started to think about myself as old, I realized I was starting to think that way. And, and it was that moment when the doctor used that word menopause for the first time. And, and reading your book really helped me to gain some valuable perspective. So that's just a little testimonial for our viewers. <laughs> Yeah, because I think you're making a good point. I think there is a time when it all hits us. Yes, yes. And it can be an event or it can be, you know, a, a, a gradual progression. But but this one was a, a big, you know, boop, now you're old. So, <laughs> um, but, but we hear a lot of messaging. Um, and I actually hear it. My, my mom used to say it to me. My dad says it to me. It's awful to get old. And, and nobody really wants to age. And, and we see especially how women become a little bit invisible as we age. Um, but, but you say that the time after 50 really can be pretty extraordinary and it can be the happiest in our lives. So how do we reconcile those completely different perspectives? Well, we need to um, change the stereotypes that society has promoted about aging. Uh, society promotes it as it's all about decline, irrelevancy, invisibility, as you said. And my experience is that we're all living longer and we're healthier. Yeah. So there's a lot more time that people have after they retire, perhaps, or their kids are out of their house. And what do you do now? And there's no magical age at which we have to abandon our dreams and surrender our possibilities. And when you're older, there's so many more possibilities that people don't think about because they're so focused on, oh, I'm too old, I can't do that. You know, how many times have you heard that? And yeah. it's not true. Yeah. It's, there's some things you can't do, okay. 
but there are a lot of things you can't you can do and so you need to come up with a new vision you've got more time what are you going to do with it you know you you said something interesting i, I will say my dad got his first tattoo at 75 <laughs> and my husband <laughs> did he really now, did you go to the to the tattoo appointment or sidetrack? But but did you did you go to the side, the tattoo appointment with him? No, because it was a surprise. To I, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I went with my dad. My dad's diabetic and he has heart problems, so I went with my dad to make sure he didn't you know go into a diabetic coma or whatever. But but it's been ten years and he's still going strong. You know, <laughs> he still he still complains about getting old for sure. But. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you're right. We do have to keep going on. You talk in the book and you just mentioned something uh, a little bit ago about, about living your dream. And you talk a lot about finding joy in the book yes. and someone's watching today and um, let's say they're retired or in, you know, a lot of, we, we talk a lot about family business on this show. Maybe they've just sold a family business. They're kind of trying to figure out what's next. How does someone find meaning and purpose in the next chapter of their lives and really start to enjoy the next chapter? Well, I think that you have to sit down and because in my, I call this the longevity bonus in my book. I this love it. This is for you. Yeah. So what is it you want to do? So you need to think of some of the dreams you've had, some of the possibilities that are open to you. We can't do aging alone. So we need to foster our present relationships or get new relationships because some people have passed away. Mm -hmm. So we can't do it alone. And when we have relationships, there's all kinds of interaction and you get all kinds of ideas and relationships bring you joy and creativity. Um, also, there's an important point that I make in the book and that is mindfulness. Mm -hmm. When you learn mindfulness and that's, that means being in the moment, in the present, in a non-judgmental way, that you don't let your days pass you by. When you're not being mindful, most people go through life in a trance. Mm -hmm. They yeah. don't know what they're thinking or feeling or what they're wanting or needing. But if you're mindful, you get that information from yourself. And you need to be realistic. Of course, you know, there are going to be bad days and good days, but we don't have to dwell on the bad days. We can honor them, have our feelings about them, and move on to the good that we want to accomplish. You know, when you said you never thought of age, I'm older than you, and I don't think about it too much now, other than when I'm working on the book. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine hard not to think about it when you're working on that book. <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. But the truth is, I'm busy. I'm talking about this book to people. I'm 
doing book signings and I'm talking about it there. I'm busy and active and engaged. And those are important things. If people have dreams that they want to fulfill and they haven't done it, why not? Right. What are you waiting for? Okay. I'm, I've been doing this too much lately, but I want to go into a slight bonus round. <laughs> I've asked you my two questions, but, but as you've been talking, I've, I've thought of something else that occurred to me. Um, women, we, we often set aside our dreams, our, our, you know, what we, what's, what we want in life. And we set it aside for a variety of reasons for a long time maybe for our children, for our relationships, for our careers, we set those, you know, what we really want aside, those right. big dreams. Um, so there comes a point, I wonder if there comes a point, and I've heard this with some of my clients who are kind of nearing retirement and going, I have set aside myself for so long that I don't really know what I want. And there is a struggle to actually figure out what people want, right? What, what you want. And, and so I wonder how can a woman who has set aside her goals, uh, maybe she's watching right now and she's said, oh, I don't know what, I have no idea what I want. So how would she go about the process of figuring that out? Is that part of the mindfulness? That is definitely part of the mindfulness. You have to take 15 minutes a day, you know, um, you might still have fam some family obligations or work obligations, but you can still find 15 minutes and sit down and slow down and drop down inside and say, what is it that I want? And what do I love? What will make me happy? and just take pencil and paper and whatever come harebrained thing you think comes to your mind, just write it down because it might not be a harebrained thing. I have examples in my book of a woman at 57 who started pole dancing. Hey! <laughs> yeah. At 66, she's a champion. Nice. I love it. <laughs> you have to be that extreme, okay? But I'm sure she wasn't sitting around thinking about pole dancing all those years. <laughs> but something came to her mind, you know, and yeah. she did it. But you need to listen to yourself, not to somebody else. A lot of people have been directed by others kids, husbands, bosses, mm -hmm. parents. They've been directed by others all their life. Mm -hmm. Now is the time for you. I love it. I love it. All right. Now's the time for you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Andrea, this has been lovely. Thank you for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Susan. Thank you for having me. All right, viewers, here's the book. We're going to have a link to the book on Amazon down here in the show notes so you can get your own copy. Highly recommend. Make sure you get this because honestly, this book, Embracing Your Life After 50, to find fulfillment, purpose, and joy. I'm not 50 yet, but I really benefited from reading this. Got a lot of new perspective. All right. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.
This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.